0: Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, welcome to episode 247 for Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. Good morning. How are you? Happy Tuesday. Let's get some music going. Oh, how is everyone today? We have our dear Georgie girl, the VIP of all VIPs in the gold medal position. Good morning, Georgie girl. Good to see you, dear. Holy cow. Oh my goodness. Look at the VIP podium we have going. Oh, check it out. Okay. Let's really go over this because this is historic. I mean, there can't be any more VIPs than is on the podium right now. As I said, Georgie girl in the gold medal position. In the silver medal position, The beautiful, the lovely, the funny, the witty. The elusive Robo Kitty silver medal position. And in Chicago Tank, I could say almost exactly the same shit. The beautiful, the lovely, the hilarious, the bright. I'm not going to say elusive. The Chicago Tank. Look at that podium finish. This is fascinating. This is how I know it's going to be a good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I hope you have your coffee. I've kind of hit a nice stride here. Robo says, Tank is so pretty. I agree. (laughs) Very Tank and I, so I'm, I'm, it's on my list. It's on my to do list to shave my head because it's time. Thanks to many of you people. You, you guys have uh, encouraged me. Um, yeah, I, so I, I guess I'll look closer to uh tank. Now, am I going to do a beard or whatever? I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. I'm going to take this a step at a time. I think if I had to guess, I'm going to say sometime this week. Sometime this week, I'm shaving it down. You know, because just because something new to try. What do I have to lose anyway? You know? Uh, something I want to make you guys aware of just for the hell of it, just because it's on my mind and it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be making me nervous today. Okay. So last night, I'm sure you guys will know this maybe is just completely old hat to you and I'm going to embarrass myself, but whatever, I'm going to go for it. So I was at, uh, the, my incredibly overpriced, uh, MacBook pro last night and it started, t- 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 you know, giving me messages. About, hey, just so you know, we're making some changes tonight. Like it or not, some shit's going to change. I can't remember exactly what the messages said, but do we, is this really acceptable? Do we like the way this is headed? The overlords just get to decide, eh, we're going to update some shit. And it's going to change and uh, I hope it works, right? So this is the sort of thing that I stress about I don't like you, you know you guys know I'm not uh, entirely comfortable right with all the controls I'm like at a I'm like in a I feel like I'm in an airplane cockpit sometime I I ought to do a while ago a long while ago I did a video on TikTok about Studio A like from the from my perspective I've never really done one on Studio B that might be kind of interesting anyway I'm all stressed out and uh I, uh, it bothered me so much that I reached out to, uh, Vinny the Deerslayer, my dopey computer kid, right? I don't know what the hell I thought he was gonna do for me, right? Because history shows he's not gonna give two shits. He's probably sitting there. I, this was, uh, this would have been about 8 30. So I'm sure he was awake, sitting there playing World of Warcraft or D&D or some shit in his basement. You know, probably uh, he had probably just asked his mother to make him a hot pocket. Right. Mom, I'm hungry. (laughs) Kid's like 24 years old. Anyway, Vincenzo did not get back to me at all. Didn't happen. And uh, this morning. I was banging around and now now it shows me some new messages. Hey, just so you know. We updated, but not everything took. There's some shit we couldn't do, so it's like it was telling me I'm in a state of limbo or something like that. Salty's in the house. Good morning, Salty. Good to see you, buddy, as always. Robo says, uh, Vincenzo is so dopey, but yet you are paralyzed without him. I know. I'm cursed, Robo Kitty. Because what does that say about me? right I I shit on Vince all the time not literally okay figuratively and I shouldn't say all the time I do it a lot less these days but at some point I gotta look in the mirror right if I'm if I'm all pissed off because a a kid that I claim really doesn't even know how to do life yet if I'm leaning on that kid what does that say about me You know, Amber Glow's in the house. Good morning, Amber. How are you, dear? Always good to see you. Uh, Tank's music homework is uh, Lincoln Park, One Step Closer, and uh, uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, The Midnight Special. We get a twofer from Tank. Salty salty says I just came up with a quote of the day. What, What is it? What did I say? I'm curious. Anyway. Maybe it was I don't literally shit on Vince. I don't know. <laughs> I am kind of... I mean, I've said it before. I'm mean to him. This is why people used to say... <clears throat> have Vince on camera and whatever. And it's like... I have so destroyed the kid's reputation... That uh, and plus I'm golfing buddies with his dad, so I would feel bad. Anyway, so if my anyway long long the short of it is, if my computer, you know, fucks up or some shit, I, I be forewarned. Hang in there, I'll hop back on. Right, Spotify listeners, as always, this thing is. The podcast uh, is like indestructible, so if my if my MacBook goes down, then uh, the Spotify pod, I'm still going to be able to talk to my Spotify friends, which I will do. That's happened a few times during the the uh, the Twitch live streams. It'll go down, and I'll just be talking shit. Well, all my Spotify listeners get to get to hear that part of the thing um oh oh salty I think salty did you have this idea before have Vince on but put him in in uh insane clown posse makeup dude I mean maybe there's something there because that would keep his identity um secret and bring him on the stream holy hell in a handbasket. The big challenge with that is the dude keeps vampires hours, right? I'm nearly positive he's almost always just going to bed right before I start the stream. Now, there's been one or two times, if I remember correctly, that I was in a world of shit and I actually was able to catch him like at 6.50 a.m. Georgie says, I was thinking put him in a suit and tie would probably also keep his identity secret. (laughs) His hair is so floppy. Normally, you can't even see his eyes, right? And so he would be uh, disguised in that way as well. Ooh, a special late night, like a 2 a.m. show. Yeah, but none of you guys would be able to watch then. See, where would the fun in that be? I mean, trust me, there are times at 2 a.m. that I'm awake because I just woke up for the day because I'm cursed. But if I did a show then, well, uh, I'll bet usually one of you. Of course, Mammy over in uh, Dublin, Ireland, she'd be, well, she'd even be a 2 a.m. No, no, she'd be, she would have started her day. And uh, probably Amber would have the insomnia. Robocat, if she forgot to take her pill, boom, she'd probably be up. So maybe there's something there. I don't know, but you guys, I did it yesterday. Was I taught, I can't remember. Was I talking yesterday about, I was just compelled to get outside that day. Well, I actually did it. I'm so proud of myself. I I went outside and I, I made myself lunch. I went into the woods. I was so very proud of myself. Um, because I never do that, I aspire to do that much, much more, but because I never do that, it was, uh, pretty difficult to get myself organized and, and sort of like, so I packed, there was a lot to pack up if you think about it. Okay. So I, I I picked a caps, a camp stove out of my collection because I've been preparing for the zombie apocalypse for so long. I have various... Uh, ways to cook food and everything so I had to pick a um, camp stove I had to um, oh lady letter carrier good morning dear how are you let's see I had to you know gather utensils and stuff it's weird I mean if I'm standing in my kitchen right everything's there if I'm out in the woods cooking I I don't I don't have a system so um then of course what else did I you know condiments uh I I made like a seafood uh gumbo kind of thing and I I'm not gonna lie it was freaking delicious it it ended up working very very well but then also what did I do I t- I took my cameras too I, I wanted to uh film it. I think somehow, like sharing that with with uh, you guys, made me, made me feel uh, like I wasn't alone in the woods. You know, like like you were there with me. Delayed, maybe I don't know, but that was also quite a quite a feat, packing up all sorts of uh, camera equipment and keeping it organized. So Jesus Christ, I mean, I was in the woods, but I pro- I look like I packed, you know, to uh, go away for the summer. I mean, I looked. I, I looked like uh, I was heading to the airport, not to the woods. But you know, whatever. That's that's me. But it was lovely. It worked very very well. Um, I had a nice uh, seafood seafood mix, and it, it was it was kind of like uh, think of like uh, tomato soup with seafood and uh, spicy sausage in it. Delish. If any of you guys could have been there with me. I would have served you right up. No problem. Um, Georgie says you really ought to have a kitchen basics bug out bag. I'm actually working on it. I have. uh, I mean. I think the way to describe it is I have a bug out vehicle. All right. And see here's the silly thing. My. 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 My feeling for the ambulance, kind of the way I like to treat it is I want to, if shit hits the fan, I want to be able to just walk out to the driveway, start it up, and go. So I kind of keep it packed. Kind of just for that. Because I'm a, a fucking nut job, right? We all know this. So I actually have, I have a kitchen set. It's actually a backpack. It's in the Bambalance. but for some reason, I want to. I want to keep that. See what I what I'm afraid of is that I'm gonna go. I'll take the kitchen. Uh, I'll take the kitchen backpack, right, to go to go to the woods and do something else. And then I'll forget to put it back, and then I'll be on uh, CNN the next day, and they'll show me uh, pictures of the uh, the Ruskies, you know. Five miles outside of Sheboygan, it's go time, boys. Get the fuck out of the cities, right? And then, and then I'll run to the ambulance and leave. But I will have forgotten that my my food backpack is somewhere weird. So it's stressful. So so I actually have. I do have a set, but I'm I'm a I'm a I'm very goofy, Georgie. Tank says, get a Tupperware loaded with utensils. Knife, spatula, tongs, spoon, etc. Easy to keep in the bamblance Yeah. I do have... In that backpack, I have uh, all sorts of utensils, knives, measuring cups, all that shit. Can opener. Cutting boards. I have, uh, like, a camp stove. I think in the... I think... It's a jet boil stove in that one, which is kind of like a backpacking stove. They're awesome. But uh, Now, when the weather turns a little bit nicer, I'm just gonna be tooling around in the Bambalance, even though it's gonna cost me an arm and a leg and a kidney to put gas in that thing. Uh, Lady says, I have a perpetual picnic basket. Is that because, did you watch uh, too much Yogi the Bear when you were a kid? That might have happened to me. Lady, are you like me, watching that cartoon? And he he made, every time he said picnic basket, it just made me hungry. Do you go out on picnics very often, Jer? It's a lovely idea. Yeah, Salty says Tony has a go vehicle in addition to his go bag. That's right. And so um now the Prius is going to be sort of option 2. And so I am here real soon. I'm going to be I'm going to be converting that into a little RV. And so I'm going to have a setup in the Prius. I do I want everything to be walk out turn it on and go that's that's how i operate and so uh and i'll do some videos i'm I'm gonna i want to test myself i want to go uh i want to go on some trips in the prius and just live out of the thing for a little while and see how it goes i think that will be fascinating and then so i'll have options right Let's see. Tank, I don't get your comment. My my WRM stock war reading material. Don't use it unless it's time. See, our uh, pen cuts off on the comments. I can't see every last letter, so I don't know if that's exactly what you wrote. Um, Georgie says, I think you want to do a dry run to make sure you had everything you need. See, Georgie is encouraging me. Right? She's encouraging my madness. A lot of you are probably sitting there there thinking, Jesus, this guy needs to settle down. All right? Take a chill pill already. The zombies aren't coming anytime soon. But but Georgie is egging me on, which is really exciting. Um, Let's see. Lady, so you were a camper for several years, huh? Did you stop uh, camping? You don't go camping anymore, dear? That's kind of sad. Uh, oh, Salty says the Prius would not be a good choice for a go-car. Okay, tell me why, sir. I'll tell you something that the Prius has. That's got some freaking distance. I mean, I could get several states away on one tank of gas in that bad boy. Uh, oh, Trap God Ghost. Welcome to the show. Says, I'm buying a radiation. uh, I'm buying the radiation mask from NATO for 49 bucks. I don't know about a Prius. Radiation masks, you know, maybe. Trap God ghost. What do you think? So you are you a pretty serious prepper then? What else are you doing just to get ready? I would love to know. Yeah, lady, it's going to be interesting to know like uh if shit really hit the fan, how available is gas going to be? I don't know. That's why the Prius uh That's why the Prius gives me a little bit of comfort. Bamblax Bamblance stock is only for real life. Oh, there you go. I see what you're saying now, Tank. Just leave it as is. I got a generator in there. I got it's Oh my God, I got camp tents in there. That's what I love about an ambulance. You can pack so much shit in there and it, Robo knows. (laughs) It's on my bucket list is if if Robo Kitty can be my uh, zombie apocalypse escape driver so I can hang out the side with like an AK-47. Shooting the rooskies or whatever. I mean, I'll be able to check that off my list. Oh, lady hangs with people who are hotel types now. You know, more power to you. Nothing wrong with hotels. (laughs) robo says, Tony, I can't wait. (laughs) Right. Word. I can't wait either. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna... I gotta start, uh... I gotta get on a regimen like that, uh... Like De Niro in Taxi Driver. Right? All he would do is sit in his little shit apartment and, like, lift weights. And... Just get ready to throw down. That's what I need to do. I need to prepare for, uh, Robo Kitty's zombie apocalypse arrival. Shoot some Ruskies, sweet, sweet inside fifty nine hundred. Would you do that too? I know some of you listeners of, of the sh- and watchers of the show are armed to the teeth, which you know, more power to you. I'm gonna say I'm armed, not to the teeth, at which maybe I need to maybe I need to uh, think about that. Salty says the zombies are here. Salty I've had that thought too from time to time. The thought has crossed my mind. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's going to get real interesting. I'm uh I've got enough for I've 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 prepared in some ways so I really I'm going to be maybe like uh way back in uh, medieval times i'll i'll have a i'll be able to feed a little army i'm going to have a little posse everyone's just going to feast on my ramen noodles and cans of tuna and shit amber makes a weekly ammo run why weekly are you are you shooting that many bullets or are you stockpiling holy cow that's amazing He's <laughs> salty Trying to rile up tank. They're currently making coffee steaks in the woods. (laughs) Oh, my God. You two. I got to keep you two separated. Weekly bullet run, Amber. So you guys are ready. You guys are ready to throw down. I respect that. I really do. Don't you wonder... I mean it's gonna be interesting in the United States of America, in the good old US, if something goes down, we have to be in the most heavily armed population on the planet. Thank Christ. Second Amendment. Right? That's that's really baked into the founding of our country. You know, the the only reason we were able to stave off the British for as long as we did is we had equal arms to them. Now now today. We're not equally armed. The uh, NATO forces, etc. Jesus Amber, I have no Amber's putting her social security number up on the uh, screen. Nobody look, please. See, all you guys are gun people. I I need to lean on you more because I'm a city dude. If you haven't figured it out, right? So. I'm I'm fairly clueless. All right, trap god ghost, masks, ammo, ventilators, gun safe, ammo, Bronco, generator. What about food? Although if you're if you're a trapper, maybe you can maybe you're going to rely on that. What about food? Do you have a do you have a little I've got uh I've got lots of that. I'm I'm really I'm the gold standard on that. South Chicago, The Bush. The fuck are you guys talking about? Someone after the show is going to have to explain this to me. <laughs> I figured it was something like that tank. Amber's numbers are caliber. All 357 the hell is 223 is that a caliber 556 is that a fucking howitzer see I don't know shit whatever I don't know 725 I heard it said that uh, we have a pretty big mailbag maybe I should uh, go to the mail a little sooner than I normally do oh you know what I'm gonna put up on the screen here tomorrow's show uh, welcome everyone who's just hanging out, listening maybe for the or watching for the first time. Uh, we're recording the Chicago Tony V Show, which is a um, really a stellar podcast where um, I I live stream every morning and I just run my fat face to an inanimate camera and then real people have emerged, contrary to you know. What I ever expected. Anyway, so I do the show here on Reddit Monday, Tuesday, Thursday morning, 7 a.m. Now, tomorrow, Wednesday morning and Friday morning, I'm on Twitch. Let me just put that path up there in case anyone care. care. And the Twitch show is a little more fancy and kind of cool. If I do say so myself. So there's the Twitch, uh, whatever, path. Twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. And... uh, See how you gun people. Jesus Christ. You, you know what's up. Anyway, let me get to the mailbag. Uh, if anyone wants to send a letter into the show, the email address is Chicago Tony V. Like victory at gmail.com. Chicago Tony v at gmail.com. Send me whatever question. We love it. It's fun. All right. Let's see what we got okay first letter hey tony i dug into some of your old live streams and learned that you often go to the indy 500 yes i do are you going again this year yes i am do you have a routine when you go i absolutely have that what is race day like for you and what would you suggest to someone who has never been but might go this year i have two boys hold on cough button I have two boys aged 12 and 15. Are they too young to enjoy it yet? Where should we sit? I have so many questions. This is from Alan P. Thank you for the, uh, thank you for your question. Yes, I go to the Indy 500 every year. It's a big, it's a big part of my existence. This coming race, let me do some quick math here. This coming race, let's see, uh, will be about the 37th year, roughly, in a row, that I've been to the Indy 500. So it's like a pilgrimage to me, okay? Some people travel to Mecca. Uh, My deal is I go to turn three at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the month of May. And, uh, see, this is gonna drive me nuts, all these numbers. You you I don't understand what the fuck you guys are talking about and it, it means something to everyone else. Cat uh catfish grit says don't sit too front to the uh too close to the front row. Sit up a bit so you can see the cars. Absolutely catfish. Well, you've been to the race then? Where do you sit? Where do you sit? I'm I'm high up in turn three, almost uh Right toward the very top of turn three. Um, Rick Mears is always the spotter for the uh, Penske. Uh, Team Penske. He always walks right past. Every year. Rick Mears. The. Let's see. The third four-time winner. Of the Indy 500. Okay. So let's see. So yes, I'm going. Let's see. What else? Do I. Do I. Have a routine. Absolutely, I do. I uh, I will be... So the Bambalance is going to be put into work on race day. I get up uh, insanely early on race morning. I make all of my guests uh, get up insanely early because we make a pilgrimage to the track. We get there right when it opens. We get parked right outside of turn three so we have a nice quick walk to our seats when it's race time. But mostly... Uh, the, it's, it's, we tailgate, we hang out, we tailgate in the, in the, uh, the lot in turn three. I can't remember. Um, it's got a, it's like the E lot. I don't know. It's right outside of turn three. So we sit there and we have a nice set. We cook nice food. We sit there and shoot the shit. Like last year, I think uh, I smoked some cigars, which I don't normally do that, but whatever. My brother brought some cigars. just hung out we had a great time so that's what we do we hang out it's awesome people watching Um, we love to talk about you know former races we love to talk about the history we always make our picks all right so everyone that I bring to the race every year I got I got eight tickets so normally I'll bring at least seven people now some years uh, more people want to go and we'll just pick up some extra you know tickets like off the whatever stub hub and shit like that. Anyway, we'll make our picks. We have it everyone gets to pick one or two drivers. We always have a system for doing that so you got some skin in the game. And uh around race time we go in and we see all the pageantry. They do the same shit every year. They uh they you know, there's like there's a it's very it's a very ritualistic day. It's so much fun. We all sing back home again in Indiana. Oh boy, look at all these. Okay, Catfish says... Uh, oh, Salty says, I've been to one IndyCar race. Fucking loudest thing i ever been around. Yes. So if you've been to an IndyCar race that is not the Indy 500, it wasn't 33 cars then. It was less than that. They run 33 of those cars. So obviously ear protection i bring i uh i have like uh i have radios and headsets for everybody for all my guests right so it's pretty swanky but then also there you can get those uh those ear uh things whatever let's see catfish says i've been to a nascar race darlington okay Let's see. Catfish says Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, or Danica Patrick. Well, I mean, in terms of IndyCar career, I mean, um, I think Tony Stewart was uh, the cream of the crop of that trio. I do remember the year Danica um, led the Indy 500. Was she a rookie? I believe she was a rookie, maybe. What I kind of remember about that is I remember walking to our seats and my dad was kind of bitching about um Danica racing. Now people don't remember Danica she was like a and now she's a legit race car driver was. She's retired now, I believe. I mean, she was legit, but but she like had uh she was like a swimsuit model and shit. Um you can go look up her early uh pictures, not that I've ever done that. Anyway, so my dad, I don't think, understood that she was legit. And he was he was bitching because he thought this was dangerous. He thought it was like a PR stunt to have her race. And then she led that race for four laps. And I was standing right next to my dad. It was the most electrifying. And it was late in the race. like She had a real chance to win it. It was the most electrifying shit ever. He and I were just screaming at the top of our lungs. We couldn't. The drama was intense. Now, she finally, she didn't have, she had to conserve her gas, so she lost the lead. She held the lead for four laps. But I mean, Tony Stewart was, uh, in my mind, heading above. Jeff Gordon was a damn good IndyCar driver too, but um, Tony Stewart was the best. And this is true. I'm not a NASCAR fan, but all those People, that Catfish Grits, they all ran car, uh, at least one Indy race, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Catfish says, all three of those drivers did open wheel races. Yeah. Salty says, only seven. How are we all going to be able to join you? Hey, if anyone wants to hang out and join or whatever, and if you're serious, get with me and uh, we'll make it happen we'll make it happen. So the 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 V family seats um they're very very sought after. They're excellent seats. It took us I mean we've been they do um at Indy they you have to build up seniority and uh so you tr- you try to get better and better you, every at the end of every year you always you I always go um before I leave town I go to ticket office and speak to them directly and uh if i if i want to up try for upgraded seats the next year anyway they go by seniority and uh so it takes a long time to get really really good seats in Indy. but anyway um salty if we have more than uh seven people we'll just get we'll pick some off the street it's not that hard Salty uh, asked, didn't uh, Danica finish second one year? I think she was fourth place. It was the year she led the race. I think fourth place is her higher, highest finish. Maybe it was a third. I don't. It wasn't a second, I don't think. Uh, Catfish says, Danica Patrick was pushed as a hot NASCAR driver. She spun out on a caution lap during the Indy 500. Danica spun out on a caution lap? That must have been late, late in her IndyCar career then, right? Why am I not remembering that? Yes, Danica started in IndyCar. That is correct, Georgie. Catfish, she was a pretty good IndyCar driver. She was actually pretty good. Like, she was... uh, uh, I, th- I think she was she's sort of like uh, Scott Dixon is like subtly I mean he's an awesome driver but he's sort of subtly awesome like you you there's something about he never really stands out on the track but he's always up there I think Danica was uh, was kind of that way she wasn't as obviously as dominant as Dixon but she could really conserve a car she was deceptively good I thought. Lady was more partial to Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart, tremendous driver. Um, Lady says, can we go for just the tailgate party? Absolutely. No doubt about it. That can be arranged. Um, Robo says, it would be so cool. Capital so cool. So we know she means it. It would be so cool if we all showed up to Indy. I requested the days off. I should know soon. Well, there we have it. There we have the kernel of greatness. We could make it into really a tremendous weekend. We really could. Um, Are the Bulls legit? I have no idea. I assume you're talking about the Chicago Bulls. After uh, Michael Jordan retired and Pippin after that team broke up why follow nba anymore i have been to the mountaintop it was lovely it is memorial day weekend dear yeah so uh, lady asked so normally they sh- isn't this funny this one le- uh, letter is dominating this part of the show um let's see uh there is uh Gotta, I got to think, think, think. Yeah, it's Memorial Day weekend. So normally the race is on Sunday. They put it on Sunday because that gives them one rain day. If it rains, you can't run open wheel in the rain. Those guys will die. (laughs) They'll all hit the wall at 230 miles an hour. So in case it rains, then they push it to Monday. So Monday is typically Memorial Day, but the race is on Sunday. So now Saturday... Is also a very fun day. What I'll be doing Saturday is I like to go to the parade. They do a parade through downtown Indianapolis. It's super fun. It's just fun. So I gotta that reminds me, I gotta make because you I mean you don't have to get tickets for that, but usually I get tickets. Uh you can just show up with a lawn chair. But anyway, I'll go to the parade, then I'll hang out with my family and friends Saturday. Uh, Robo says what if it rains Sunday and Monday. That has uh happened once in my memory since since we've been going. Now, that happened way back when I was still living in Chicago. And the V family would what we used to do, this is so hardcore. We would drive down the morning of the race to Indy from Chicago. We would do the race the whole thing and then drive back same day. It was brutal. So when you do it, when we would do that on a day that would rain, talk about heartbreaking. Now this happened one time where it, it rained on Sunday and it rained on Monday. And I and they had such a hard time. I think the plan was maybe the next weekend maybe. But they had such a hard time. They actually ran it in the middle of the week. It was like on a Wednesday or some shit. But it's, it's, uh, It the race'll, the race'll come in. It'll happen, it'll happen. Uh, Bulls haven't been anything since the Jordan Pippen era. I agree. Way to empty the mailbag, Tony. Uh, What if it rains? Oh, yeah, okay. I already uh, it it won't rain Sunday and Monday robo It's happened one time in the 35 years 37 years that uh, my family spent going Catfish is correct. It used to be um, NASCAR's Charlotte and the Indy 500 on the same day some drivers tried Flying from Indy to Charlotte and run them both never turned out well. Yeah, uh, Tony Stewart did that a number of times, Jeff Gordon, um, there's another guy or two, but yeah, I mean, talk about a brutal day, but if you're a race car driver, it's cool as shit, you know, those guys had some major balls. Okay, let's see, yeah, I'm one letter in, holy cow, okay, 742. What's the next letter? Okay, dear Mr. Vito, it seems more and more that even mainstream pundits are predicting a giant economic crash worldwide coming in the next year or two. My question for you is, if our society collapses so completely, who will survive? I'm trying to wrap my head around what I will do when the grocery store is no longer dependable. Thank you. Uh, This is from Merle H. Yeah. So, uh, I've noticed the same thing, Merle H. Like, uh, it seems almost, it just seems to be more of a mainstream idea that, uh, we're going to have some real problems right now. I hope it's, I hope it's nothing big. I hope it's, it's much ado about nothing, but, uh, to answer your question, like who's who like, if it is sort of scorched earth, you know, really, really sucky I mean, to me, it's kind of self-evident. It's like who's who's going to survive? It's the people, um, it's the people who have who are best prepared to kind of weather that. Now, there's going to be a lot of luck involved too. But uh, you know, I, I, this reminds me of a um, a YouTube video. There's this channel. What the hell is it called? Soft White Underbelly. I've talked about it on the show before. This guy just does. He interviews people. From all walks of life. And uh, he had one on the other day. He has started interviewing people from Appalachia. Which is fascinating. And he interviewed this old lady. I can't remember her name. I I happened to watch it over the past few days. And uh, she said something very interesting. So she's about 80 years old. She's she's in perfect health. Doesn't need glasses. On no medications. She's doing great she uh still works full-time uh well i guess you would i mean she's she has an income she's she rents out her property to renters and stuff like that anyway really interesting and so the guy asked her what was it like here in this uh era in the 50s and she's like oh well uh, no one had electricity. No one had indoor plumbing, and uh, everyone fended for themselves, and blah blah blah. So she talked about, well, here's here's how I lived back then, and then he says, okay, well, uh, how 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 do you live now? And she's like, oh, same way. <laughs> she's like, I I grow all my own food. I I raise uh, a little bit of livestock, and I feed myself. And she's, she's done that for fucking 67, let's see. Yeah, like seven, well, hell, her whole life. She's like, I go to the grocery store like twice a year. And she said, I get uh, salt and I get sugar. That's it. It's people like that are going to survive this shit. You get a person like that. You're already living in the mountains, which I contend that's going to be more more difficult for the Ruskies or the or the Red Chinese or whoever it is that uh, is crawling around our our great country looking for my Bambalance. Um, It's going to be hard for them to uh, uh, get to the mountains anyway. Yeah, Robo says unless someone raids their farm, this is true. This is true. This is where having multiple Go vehicles packed and ready, I think is still a good strategy. That's why I don't bother, says Robo. You don't need to bother. Just all you got to do is find me, dear. I I insist. <laughs> anyway, I think it's people like that that are going to Survive. Because think about it. Okay, so uh, let's some some remote little homestead in Appalachia on the side of a mountain. All right, city folk aren't gonna be able to find that shit. They're gonna be starving. Their vehicles are gonna run out of gas and everything else. And uh, they're never gonna make it to the farm to raid it. Now the red Chinese, the ruski's maybe someday eventually, but. Um, Tank says he's stealing food. Yeah. Oh, she did. A catfish says she didn't mention needing to buy yeast for the moonshine. She's trying to avoid the revenue, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, she didn't talk about yeast. But can you can. Yeast occurs naturally. You don't have to buy yeast. Right. Anyway, I'm saying it's people like that. There's a cat behind every blade of grass, says Robo Kitty. Jeez, how skinny are you going to get? Are you going to be that malnourished that you can hide behind a blade of grass? Okay, next letter. Hey, Tony, I noticed you have kind of dropped off of Twitter. Is there a reason? Are you swearing off social media? Uh, this is from Linda from Somerset, Pennsylvania. I swear I've had this question a few times, I feel like, through the course of the show. Um... I'm not. I have not purposefully set down Twitter. Uh, it's just that, um, I mean, I've done a little bit here and there, but yeah, I'm wait. I'm not a. I used. To, there was a period of time where I was totally addicted to Twitter, and I actually hate that. And I hate social media in general. And I just have this growing feeling that, uh, you know, I need to live real life. Now, I, I realize it's ironic. I'm staring at... I'm live on the internet right now. And, uh... I mean, so... I mean, I'm I'm the epitome of maybe, uh, whatever. Some social, social media type of person. But, really, these days, outside of the show, I do, I do almost none of it. And, um... I'm cool with that. So, I just think I'm more happy... I, I don't I, I don't like being attached to my phone and to these apps. It's just kind of weird and dystopian to me. So <laughs> Catfish says Linda asks if you are off social media via an avenue that you will answer on social media. I know, it's ironic, isn't it? It's ironic. This is why the I I've said it before, the epitome. Where I, where I will feel like this show is really worth it, okay, really, I mean, I love it. I'm not going to stop doing it, but the real payoff is going to be like, for example, if I'm sitting there in turn three in the parking lot at the Indy 500 and some of you real people, some of you beautiful people, really, we, re- we really uh, descend onto uh, Indianapolis late in the month of May, that's when I'll say, okay. There's something really good here. Meeting pepperonis for real. It's happened once. Lady letter carrier. It was lovely. Lovely. Worthwhile. All right, uh, let's see. Next letter. Dear Tony, I'm a 48 year old male and my wife divorced me last year after 18 years of marriage. It was and still is devastating to me. I thought we had a very good life together, but unbeknownst to me, she didn't feel the same way. Recently, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and have been taking medication for this serious condition I never knew I had. This has me finally realizing that my wife never really got to experience the real me. She was actually married to a diminished and mentally ill version of me. No wonder she wanted to give up on our marriage. I want to try to reignite what she and I had together so she has a chance to decide if she loves the new me the way I was supposed to be throughout our marriage. I can't figure out how to approach this with her. She has been very distant over the past year. Any ideas? Uh, This is from Hal J. That's a rough one, Hal. That's a rough one. Uh, All right, so I'm sorry this all happened, and it's very rough, right? And uh, maybe... Maybe things are looking up. Maybe you had some sort of uh, problem, right, in your wiring, internal wiring and all that stuff. And maybe you're looking at brighter days. But I think this idea of now trying to get your, your ex-wife back, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's, It's it's sort of like uh, if, if I were fishing, okay, and I love to fish. I don't do it hardly ever, but I love to. It's like... It's like I caught a, a a great fish that I really enjoyed. It was totally fun catching that fish. But eventually I had to let it go. And it's like saying, um, I'm only gonna catch the same fish again. That's the only way I can enjoy fishing. There's so many fish in the sea, dude, and she already she left you already. She you already said she's not communicative. Um I I do not like this idea. I think take if, you, if there's a better you emerging, someone else will love you, right? There's someone else out there for you. Fresh start. I just, I think it would be really tough. I mean, do what you want to do, but that's just my two cents. Georgie says you need to move on, Hal. Focus on your own mental health and move forward, not backward. I totally agree. Uh, Tank says chalk it up to a loss Hal find someone new without a history This is the best way to go because think about it even if you are new and improved Your wife because she's a human being a thinking human being your ex-wife How is she gonna get over that? She's gonna be thinking you mean all the stance between the new Hal and the old Hal is uh, Some bottle of pills or whatever that what if they run out? What if it stops working? Now I'm stuck with the old goddamn Hal that, uh, you know, that I had to get rid of. I don't know. Catfish uh, says, I was once diagnosed as bipolar and prescribed lithium by an LPN with a six-line questionnaire. Always get a second opinion. Very good point. They seem to be, this this is, uh, this is almost like buying a box of Band-Aids, isn't it? I mean, if you want uh, psych meds, it seems like it's pretty easy to get them. Yeah, Georgie says it won't be good for either of you. That fish got away, says Catfish Grits. That fish got away. It's dead and stinking. Take the new you, the new bait, uh, if you will, and catch new fish. I totally agree. Boom. Nailed it. Catfish Grits nailed it. Very good. Hal, good luck to you. There's uh there's someone out there waiting for you. Enjoy the Enjoy it. Enjoy the roller coaster ride, okay? You already rode that other ride. That puts a weird picture into my into my head. It's kind of naughty. You already rode your ex-wife. Get a different ride. Oh, Robo says uh oh, she says I mean there's no harm in asking if she'll try again, but there's a fraction of a chance that'll work. Don't count on it. Yeah, very good. That's a good point. Maybe this is worth one conversation and just short and short and sweet. You know? I mean, maybe. Say to your ex-wife, I was just thinking about how I rode you earlier in the past. Anyway, no, just be honest. Hey, I've changed. I still have feelings for you. Is there anything there? If not, I'll... I'll I can move on. Rubbo also said, what happened to the guy that used to complain about the audio? Rubbo, it's so weird that you say that. I was just thinking about that before, I, before streaming this morning. I was thinking about that guy. It's right when I pulled this microphone up to my face, I was like, that guy hasn't been around in a long time. I guess it's working better. I don't know. Did we find a, a setting that finally works? Anyway, 756. Next letter, dear Tony, I wonder if you have been following the tragic happenings in Ukraine. Knowing you, I assume you are on top of things, but maybe choosing to keep silent about it. I for one thought we had no business sticking our noses into some personal squabble halfway around the world. But to hear of Putin's latest atrocities, including even singling out babies as targets... I now feel like it's our moral duty to intervene. I wanted to write to see if you had any thoughts on this, but I understand if you're keeping radio silence to avoid controversy. Uh, This is from Carol D. Well, too late now. There's no radio radio silence uh, happening on this deal. Uh, Thank you for your letter. Um, Yes, I've tried to uh, keep up on uh, the situation in Ukraine as best I can. Um, I would also say that uh, yes, I have purposefully not talked about it, just like I purposefully did not say much of anything about the flu deal. It's a it was a real. If you guys remember, this was like a this bug that was going around. It had a name. I can't remember what the name was, but it was all the rage there for a while. And. uh Oh, see, Georgie says the volume on Reddit is still noticeably lower than the volume on Twitch for me. You have to turn turn me way up on Reddit, huh? Why the hell would that be happening? Let me think. Who knows? Uh, anyway, um, yes, I have been following uh, behind the scenes, and I have been purposefully not talking about it uh, for several reasons. One is... Um, it's just too fucking depressing. And, you know, these types of stories, like the flu deal and now the, uh, the Ukrainian skerfuffle, (laughs) I got to figure out what to call it. Catfish Grits, you're, you're, you're in on both Twitch and, uh, and Reddit. You've seen my show both places. Jeez Louise, I don't remember you commenting. Or maybe you're saying in general, Reddit to Twitch. I don't know. Oh, lady, like, gets a day off. That's tremendous. Good for you, dear. Anyway, um... Yeah, yeah, Robo says, Tony's show is a wholesome escape. An hour without politics. Yeah, yeah. So that's on purpose. Trust me, there's part of me that, uh... wants to almost do nothing but talk about this shit. Because... I just think, um... I just think, uh... Uh, uh... You know, enough, enough. I don't know. I ha, I do have things to say, but almost always I choose not to say them. Every once in a while, you guys know me. I've I've bubbled over, but let me just real quick. Just uh, I will. I've got to say. Okay, this um stories about uh, 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 now. I don't know exactly what she's referring to. You know, something harm coming to babies or uh, maybe. Did I, did I read an article maybe about their targeting an orphanage or some shit? The Rooskies, right? Okay, please understand. This is a time-tested propaganda technique. Anytime these these war drums are beating, I mean, this is done over and over. Like, there's a total history of this. You know, I can go back to Saddam Hussein uh, 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 yanking babies out of incubators. Okay, and that's very, very disturbing, Okay. I'm sorry to even say it, but just know it ended up not being true. That was total bullshit. Um, I mean, there was the uh, babies on bayonets. uh, uh, I think the Japanese were accused of this. Totally not true. This is just, this is, uh, uh, you know, there are special interests that want this shit to happen. All right. And here's the thing. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. Um. Yeah, Robo says a lot of the stories are fake. We uh, didn't. Uh, we don't know what's true or not yet. Absolutely. Here's the good news. Okay, okay, people, a vast majority of people are good. Which is why they have to do all this bullshit to get us to shoot each other. Okay, this is why they have to do these crazy ass lies. This is why they had to, you know, for uh, leading up to World War II, um, they had to, uh, you know, they used, like, cartoonists to make the Japanese look like gorillas and shit, right? They had to do crazy shit to get us um, to go against our own human instincts. So the good, the good news here is people are good. Not every last person, but a vast majority of people are good. So hopefully we can hold on to our uh, humanity I'm just uh, Carol D on this letter. Just please take that with a grain of salt. Don't, don't, uh, don't let this seep into your everyday life, okay? Because it's probably not nearly as bad as we're being led to believe. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about the Ukrainian skerfuffle. Next letter, Mr. V, in all seriousness, because we all eventually die and can take nothing with us. What the hell is the point of this existence? The older I get, the more absurd modern life appears to me. Almost everyone I know spends a vast majority of their time chasing after money, which constantly decreases in value, and which, as I said, they can't take it with them to the afterlife. So what is the point of this life after all? This is from Kip. From Silver Spring, Maryland. Um. Yeah, there you go. We can tell Kip is a thinking person. All right, Kip, you're on to something. Um. Yeah, I love Ro- Robo has a response right here. I which I love it. The point is to enjoy life and be interested in shit. What a lovely answer. I was talking about this, I think, the other day on the show. I think what we don't want is we don't want to be on our deathbed and just to think, Jesus, I never did anything. Like What the fuck? I was afraid. I didn't want to try something. I was whatever. I think you want... All you want is a scorecard. You don't want a scorecard that says, I won, I I fucking dominated. You want a scorecard that says, I tried. That's what you want. That's why I was in the woods yesterday making uh, fucking uh, seafood soup. Because I just couldn't stand the thought of facing yesterday and sitting around by myself. Fuck that shit. So I got out of my uh, comfort zone and I tried something. I tried something. Robo says, Kip is either depressed or first discovering that you can't take shit with you. This is true. This is a a lesson in in my own life. I've talked before. I had a fancy, fancy childhood. I lived and grew up in beautiful homes and everything. Very accomplished parents. Lovely, lovely parents. You know, when my dad died, I mean, all the surroundings... I mean, I I knew it before he died, but certainly when he died, it's like, what a lesson it was for me. It's like, this shit is meaningless. Not that I've always been wired to just kind of not care about that stuff inherently, but I feel really bad for people who just chase a dollar with most of their lives. Robo says, but the main point of life is to be uh, happy puppies. If you ever wonder what the point of life is, look into the eyes of a happy puppy. They are balls of love and energy. Very well put. Very well put. I do think another a uh, sort of a, a different way of saying what Robo just said is um connection. Right? Connection. I think that makes life so worth worthwhile. Connection with other people, connection with your pets or whatever your kitty cats, your dogs connection. You know, I, I like to think about, uh, you know, I have relatives that have, that are long gone, but it's like, man, I can think back and just, just think how, what awesome people they were, what awesome times we had together. Um, Catfish no I've never driven an Indy car thing um never have I would love to do it I've toured uh lots of shops um and actually uh I can't get into too many details but I've actually worked with a couple of the teams um so I've been uh, I've met some super cool people and I've seen some shit but no no offense to Tyler Robo <laughs> yeah, talking about puppies. I, I hear you. Oh, the jungle dick is here. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Yep. So, anyway, that's it. That's I think you, you got to connect with people, Kip. That's the thing. And you, Kip, but Kip's on the, I think on the right track. Uh, materialism is is a, a hollow thing. Now, it's one thing to, I think money is great uh, for kind of like safety and security and a little bit of adventure and all that stuff, you know? If I could uh, take a beautiful baby to, a, uh, you know, a uh, have an experience, go see the site somewhere, have a great time, absolutely. That's a great reason to have money, but like to like impress someone or some shit like that, fuck that. That's not my, that's not my jam. Um, you know, before I move on, an, uh, just another YouTube thing that uh, I think will drive home a point. I've stumbled upon a channel. I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically um, Colonial Reenactors. It's this, It's mostly it's this girl, very, very cute young lady who um, she cooks in an old-time fireplace with the old uh, cast iron stuff like they did in the colonial days. You know, she makes cornbread, she makes uh, whatever, other colonial shit. And it's fascinating, and and she dresses in period clothing, the whole nine. All the tools she uses are like from the 1720s and shit. Fascinating. Well, then then a guy every once in a while is on her channel, also dressed up in... And they're, they're playing as if they're like a married couple or whatever on the channel. And, you know, every once in a while he goes out and shoots a rabbit with a you know, musket and all that shit. Anyway, well, one day they finally did an AMA video where people got to ask them stuff and they answered. And it turns out they're a couple. They're a real couple. And they met through their love of this reenacting stuff. They loved... They love that period. They love the clothing. They love the cooking. How did people care for themselves? What was everything like socially? And so, these, but they were strangers and they met in that way. And now they have this together. Fuck. There's a reason to live, Kip. I mean, those, those two have figured something out. It's a beautiful existence. And uh, it's lovely. And it's like Robo said, find something that interests you. Right? There's a the Spice of Life thing. Late, people are already on the one more? What the hell? I just noticed it's 8.09 a.m. Oh my God. One more. Oh, because I'm not driving to work, says lady. 90 minute show. Goodness gracious. What is the channel? I'll look it up. Robocat. cat, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll, I, I, it's funny because I was thinking of sending this to you over the weekend. One of their videos, I texted Robo saying, uh, I think on Saturday, saying all I can do is watch cooking videos. I can't stop. It's because I was fasting, and this this girl, Colonial girl's uh, video is uh, or videos are one, that's one that I I must have watched a dozen of her cooking this fireplace. colonial cook is just trying to avoid health department code, says Catfish Grits. (laughs) It's hilarious. Let me look up this. Fuck it. I'll look up this channel right now, I think. I think I can do that, right? Let's see. Let's see if I can figure it out here quickly. Um. Oh, my God. I'm watching too much YouTube, people. This is, uh. I, I might have to look it up and send it. Holy hell. I can't watch real TV anymore. I can watch a movie or two if someone suggests a good one to me. But, uh... But, uh, I, I, I pretty much exclusively watch YouTube now. This is Unbelievable. Celebrating Appalachia is another channel I've, I've been, uh, getting into. Good Christ. I gotta get out of my house. Look at how many freaking YouTube videos I've been watching. Good Christ. I'm almost ready to give up. Okay. It is called Early American. Early American. I think. Let me double check. Yep, early American. Now there's a main uh, uh, there's a main girl on there, but she's not in every video. Watch a few early American, and you'll know who I'm talking about. She's a uh, young lady that works that that fireplace in this old rustic cabin deal. There she is again. Yeah. Early American. That's what it's called. There you go. Now I don't have to remember to send it later. Goodness gracious. What have I missed? Um, Do you publish as a podcast? Oh, okay. You guys answered that. Uh, Let's see. There's something about live interaction, uh, even in this medium, that podcasts don't capture. Yeah, this is true, Catfish. Thank you, buddy. There's a lot of people. I mean, I hear from a lot of people who listen to the podcast, but there's a lot of people who would much rather catch this live live stream. 7 a.m. every morning. Even us here in the chat. Yeah, it's not the same as a static podcast. That's totally correct. Um, Catfish says, um, it's not, it's not the same as a static podcast. It's like alive as some dynamic content. Um, a lot of that could be my eyes, <laughs> Catfish. <laughs> Every once in a while there's, uh, I get a, I get people that uh, have to tell me day after day how dreamy my, my eyeballs are. Um, Kelv83 says, share your thoughts about the Ukrainian-Russian war. Oh, you know what? You're like 15 minutes too late. I just uh, wax poetic on that. Late to the party says, Robo. (laughs) Tank, you know me well. Robo. And actually, Lady Letter Carrier, too. Wanted me to extend. Holy cow, 815. Let's see if there's another letter. Where are my letters? Let's see. Okay, let's see what we got. Dear Tony, what do you do for fun outside of your podcast? Are there any hobbies you have that we should be that we would be surprised by? Thank you for making so many entertaining shows. This is from Sarah J from Zanesville, Ohio. Um, well, I think something I've learned just now. By going through my YouTube history. Is that Jesus Christ. Apparently I just watch a ton of YouTube. This is very disconcerting to me. I'm clearly mesmerized. By that thing. Uh, Let's see. What other hobbies do I have? Um, Well. I mean. I I like to fish. Although. I kind of feel like the past couple of years. I'm. I'm out of a routine I used to uh, fish a lot I used to try to go camping a fair bit and truth be told I'm I'm going to do more and more of that as my plan I'm just going to try and be outside I'm going to try to live life I'm actually going to um, videotape a lot of it maybe like yesterday I was making lunch out in the woods it was really fun um, I love history I love um, picking up Interesting books and working through them. If I felt like unplugging for a second, I could show you a book I'm reading. It's about uh, it's about the uh, metabolism of cancer. It's kind of interesting. Um, you know, stuff like that. Any other? I don't know. It's uh, but it's like Robo Robo encapsulated. Really, how I'm wired. Maybe it's how she's wired too. I just like to be interested by things. So it's all it's always changing. So, like for example, uh the um I mean if you look at my YouTube history, it's just little it's all sorts of rabbit holes. You know. I I'm getting a shoulder rub out of you, catfish. Oh Jesus. Imagine your YouTube history if you didn't use incognito mode from time to time. I don't even know what that is. What is incognito mode? Lady says I'll wear my straw hat from Colonial Williamsburg to to the Indy 500. Tremendous. You know, what hat you're going to bring to Indy. It's a big consideration. I, I will be in a cowboy hat. I'm pretty sure. I think that's what I wore last year as a cowboy hat. I think. And uh, that's what I'm going to do this year. Ooh, Tank read The Art of War for like the 15th time. Sun Tzu. It's a fascinating book, isn't it? Pretty fascinating. I've got another one uh Again, if I was willing to unplug, I would I would like to see if you maybe I will unplug. Hold on everybody. Hold on. Right now Spotify people are totally pissed. Here we go, Tanko. If you like the art of war. um, Have you ever heard of the 33 Strategies of War? By Robert Greene. It's a pretty fascinating book. I'm not all the way through it. I I rarely read uh, books cover to cover the first time. I chip away at them. If you like uh, The Art of War, maybe you would like the 33 Strategies of War. There we go. Do we need Tank to be more warlike, or, or should we be suggesting some sort of kumbaya book to Tank? You know? Good God, we're all, we might hit the hour and a half. Anyone on Spotify who's still listening to this is a super uber fan. Um, oh, see, that's a question. Is Catfish the nice eye person? I didn't think so because I don't remember Catfish the Grits user's name. However, truth be told, when I see a comment that says uh, your dreamy eyes, it's like I just gloss right over it, you know? And uh, what if the world crashes and we have to go back to videotaping? Uh, Dolly is doing fine. Thank you for asking, lady. Living the life. She's a good girl. Let's see. Uh, maybe I should get a... Uh, you know what? Um, we need a good old massive solar flare, you think? We need to come up with a... Uh, uh, I don't know. What? A rendezvous point? If... if if the world goes to absolute shit and we want to build our pepperoni village, and if if we want our get our commune going, how are we going to get in touch? That's the thing. I put the the call thing back on because whatever. Totally long show. Holy shit. If someone wants to call, feel free. Um let's see, do we have One more letter. Let's try one more letter. 820. It's got to be a record. Ooh, a long one. Hey, Tony. I've got a guys-only trip scheduled with some long-lost fraternity brothers, which is super exciting, but I'm also terrified. This particular group has always been about debauchery, especially booze, and I have been pretty much seen as the Joey Chitwood... Of drinking every time we get together. Who is Joey Chitwood? Is that that's either that's not a race car driver, is it? Joey Chitwood, or is that like the the eating guy, the, the guy that can eat like forty Big Macs or some shit? Joey Chitwood. I've been pretty much seen as the Joey Chitwood of drinking every time we get together. Well, since we last met, a lot has changed with me. I realized that I have a massive problem with alcohol. How did I learn this? I got blackout drunk and broke into my favorite Italian restaurant to make myself some veal Parmesan at 3 a.m. Nearly burned the place down. I know a guy, I I grew up with a guy who uh, broke into a car dealership and freaking... Uh, Drove a a car out the plate glass window of the dealership. That's how he learned. He was an alky. Um, Let's see. Anyway, my wife doesn't want me to go on this trip because she is afraid I will relapse. I certainly don't want to relapse, but I do want to have some fun with my buddies. I need this so bad from an emotional standpoint. What do you think? Should I go? This is from David S. Wowzers, David S. Wowzers. Catfish, welcome to the stream. I'm glad you're here, buddy. Tanks, uh, front ports is going to be the uh, our rendezvous point. Okay. All I'm saying is we got to come up with a plan. I, I, I don't so much care what the plan is, but uh, Robo, he, I, I think uh, alcohol. I think he's an alcoholic. That's what he's worried about relapsing on, and he's got a a guy's trip scheduled with uh, people he would booze up with relentlessly. It sounds like. Um. <laughs> Catfish says the long lost frat brothers trip will turn into gay experimentation. Just plan on it now. Shave down ahead of time. Regret nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. Robo says, no, don't go. Don't relapse. You don't need it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I mean, from what I understand, if you if you uh, have an addiction problem, then that shit has to Take precedence, right? You got to guard that like, uh, with your life, you know, just don't do it. Georgie uh, looked up Chitwood. He is the bet. He is best known as a daredevil in the Joe Chitwood thrill show. (laughs) All right. That's weird. Okay. So he's like, he drinks so much booze that he's a daredevil. Um, Robo says you will convince yourself you need it more and more, so you can, uh, so that you can go. Right. His keen alcoholic mind is going to talk him into doing it. I need this. I, I these are my buddies. I agree. It doesn't sound to me like he's very stable yet. Like maybe maybe a decade in or something like that. You know, there's some. I know some former drinkers who. It's like they got it down. They're just. They, they know in their heart of hearts they cannot go there, and so they're not going to do it. Georgie says they are, quote, long lost, unquote, for a reason. Very good one, Georgie. Yeah. Very good. It's not worth it. Uh, Catfish says alcohol is a heavy monkey on your back. It's so easy to get to, uh, shit, where did it go? It's so easy to get to socially acceptable. If it's going to break your life, to heck with it. Uh, don't put yourself in a situation that you will regret. Well said, Catfish. Well said. Well said. Catfish, you might even get an invite to our, uh, to the pepperoni discord. You don't, you probably don't even know what the hell a pepperoni is. It's just fans of this show. Robo says, but you don't need shit. You're an adult and you don't have to hang out with your friends to be a whole person. It can wait until you're sure you can stay dry or make new friends that don't drink. Totally agree. I mean, thank Christ. Like, I I, uh, have um, no... Booze done do it thing for me, thank Christ. Thank Christ. But if if I if if I if that called to me, if I had to do it every day, I can't imagine what hell that would be. I mean, and I know alcoholics and I know it's ruining their lives. So any trip, any weekend trip that's gonna put that in jeopardy, not worth it. That's what I'm saying. Not worth it. Oh my God, 8:27. It's a record. It's a record, everybody. Catfish, it's been it's been absolutely uh, lovely having you in the uh, in the stream. Catfish gave me an upvote. Thank you. I don't know what that means. I have a treasure chest of gold, silver, platinum, whatever. All these awards. I have a trophy case. I have no idea what that really does for me, but thank you to everybody. Tank says I'm alcohol fueled, but no one I've had enough. You know, so, very well put. Very well put. What a day. So again, tomorrow morning, we're going to be on Twitch. Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. You should go whatever, sign up. The Twitch show is a little more fun. I mean, this is fun, obviously, but it's it's cool. Everyone that likes this show should uh, definitely check out the Twitch version. Oh, the cat lover 101. Good morning. Welcome to the very, very end of the show. Anyway, listen, it's been uh, super fun hanging out with you people. I love you. I like you. You're good people. Thank you for um, you know, making my morning easier. Connections, catfish. That's why I hope you get an invite to the Discord. I don't do that shit, but there's other people in the stream that might invite you. It's where all the VIP fans of the show hang out. You're I we can already tell you're cool people. So hopefully that that happens. So I know what Tank's getting at. He's a cat lover too. I know where you're headed, Tank. Easy, fella. Listen, thank you. Thank you for uh helping me this morning. Thank you for all the letters. Um I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. And uh I'll th- in in between I'll think about you a ton. That's the way it goes. Uh until we meet again, I just want to remind everybody, okay? Please don't take any shit from anybody. Love you. See you tomorrow.